Are we live? All right, let's roll. What's good, y'all? Unbiased sports fan. Coming at y'all, just, you know, talking some sports that I saw over the weekend. And uh, we got a lot to get into, man. We got a lot to get into. We're going to start off with some, you know, NFL updates or probably the NFL update that's, you know, storming the news right now. We'll talk about the NFL. Transition over into the NBA playoffs because we're getting into some round two matchups and some round one matchups are being closed. And lastly, we'll talk about some boxing. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about some some boxing because there was something interesting to say about boxing, about the boxing that I saw last night. So NFL, NBA, a little bit of boxing, you know, not the UFC this time. We'll, talk, we'll sprinkle a little UFC, but mainly talk about boxing this time. I was more interested in it. And uh, yeah. Let's get right into it. Let's get into the NFL updates. The biggest update. You might not know. You might know. I'll just fucking tell you right now. Julio Jones just got traded to the Tennessee Titans for a second round pick. Hmm, Second round pick. For those of you who don't know, Julio Jones is all time talent. He is all-time talent. He is one of the best wide receivers this game has ever fucking seen. Julio Jones is a, you know, receiver for Atlanta Falcons, been a receiver for the Atlanta Falcons his entire career. Put up numbers after numbers after numbers. He's put up some of the best numbers you've ever seen from a fucking wide receiver. I mean, he's this guy is basically everything you'd want in a wide receiver. Runs the entire route tree. What he's about 6'6'4, six, six, Julio's about about 6'4. He's a big fucking dude. It's like two two something. I don't fucking know. He's the biggest shit. Runs fast. Runs great routes. Julio Jones is one of the best to ever do it. But uh, him in Atlanta, one of the, you know part ways, maybe you know for salary cap reasons, maybe for uh, you know who, who who the fuck knows, who the fuck knows why he wants to why he want to part ways. But they want to part ways, and uh, got trades at the Tennessee Titans, Tennessee Titans for a second round pick for a second round pick. Now. Number one, this is just fucking crazy, you know, him and uh, or uh, A.J. Brown. Yeah, A.J. Brown, Julio and A.J. Brown on one side you know, or on the other side, each each side. You got to fucking stop both of them is what I'm trying to fucking say. You got to stop both of these motherfuckers when they're playing. A.J. Brown on one side, Julio Jones on the other. Very hard to stop. Very hard to key in who you'd uh, want to isolate on defense because before they could isolate on, you know, Derrick Henry in the run game and then A.J. Brown in the pass game. But now it's a little bit more flexible. It's a little bit more, you know, uh, how do you say? You know, you can do more. You can do more with that shit. You know, if you're running with a rock with Derrick Henry, you know what I'm saying? You can't just stack the box because then when that play action comes, you got single coverage one-on-one with A.J. Brown, who's a yak monster, and Julio Jones, who's a monster in general. It's absolutely fucking crazy. It's absolutely fucking insane. That uh, wide receiver room is uh, it's up there. It's probably probably the best, at least one two punch, one two punch. I would say is the best, best in the league. Yeah, I think I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. But uh, it's funny because AJ Brown was actually uh, he was actually on TikTok. He was TikToking it up and recruiting his boy. He was TikToking it up. You know, he was like, hey, you know, uh, 
uh, Julio, we got a spot for you, cuz. You know, we got a spot for you, bro. We get a spot. You can come on down. You can uh, you can play with us, can't you, Mister uh, Mister Julio? We got a spot for you. You know, make a big run. I thought it was funny as shit because I'm like, this is not fucking tampering, or maybe I don't understand the fucking rules of tampering. I thought tampering was when you influence an athlete to to like come to your team or just you know outside of you know what you can do. I guess I guess you're allowed to do that. Make TikToks and say, hey, fucking come to my team. And the team just gets, you know, to trade for him, I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe players can't tamper. I don't I don't know the rules about fucking tampering. I thought it was fucking I thought it'd be tampering or some shit, but I don't I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. But uh yeah, Julio, Julio to the to the Titans, man. It's a big move, man. It's a big move. It's a seismic move. You know, we were we were waiting all this time for Julio and Aaron Rodgers. They were kind of the biggest uh people to watch in terms of, you know, who might leave, who might stay, or whatever. Julio trade to the Titans. Wow. It's a big move, man. It's a big, 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 big move. Big, 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 big move. But now I got to give my unbiased take about it. Me being a Colts fan. So it is 100% unbiased. You know? I got to get my fucking thoughts about, you know, what I think about the Julio Jones trade. Number one. Does make the receiving room very legit. However, however. I still think they will be a worse team than last year. Why, you might ask? Well, Titans, number one, did lose their offensive coordinator from last year, and uh, Arthur Smith. He's actually now with the Falcons. They just lost their offensive coordinator, and he is, to me, seems like the mastermind behind the whole operation of why their offense is so efficient. Because for the for the longest, the Titans were just not a good team because their offense were just slow pace. I mean, they had that smash mouth label, but they couldn't really get the fucking job done. You know, they couldn't get the job done. They were they were an anemic offense. But Arthur Smith was able to get his guys in one on one, you know, situations. He was able to keep the offense moving and efficient. And I guess you could say Ryan Tannehill was a big catalyst to that as well. But you know, Arthur Smith was the key. He kind of unlocked that that offense into being something. You know respectable means something like top, you know, top 10 offense type shit and him being gone is, is big man it's huge arthur smith being gone is, is really gonna i think it's really gonna hurt that team really gonna hurt that offense because that offense is what makes that team go derrick henry aj brown ryan Tannehill. the defense is you know okay or whatever but that offense and that offensive scheme and that efficiency is what keeps it going so that's number one losing arthur smith was huge number two losing Corey davis and john new smith were huge as well now, Julio Jones is an upgrade over Corey Davis. However, Corey Davis played his role. Corey Davis was a very, very, very good number two. And I'm, I'm sure Julio will be a good number two as well. But these are key integral parts of their team. You know, these are key parts that made the cog move. I mean, A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry were kind of the, you know, the primary pieces but the secondary pieces were no slouches as well. You know, the, you know, John Smith, whenever he would get one-on-one matchups, Corey Davis, whenever he get, you know, number twos or whatever he would eat. Julio Jones obviously, you know, replaces Corey Davis, but, you know, like John Smith, Arthur Smith, that kind of loss, I think, will hurt the team more than they think. And I think they knew that. I think that's why they wanted to trade for Julio. So it, it kind of, you know, makes it work. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, if Julio, you know, gets his, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't think the offense will be uh, as potent because of their coordinator. Coordinators matter, man. Coordinators fucking matter. They, they fucking matter, man. Coordinators, uh, 
They, 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 they make the offense go. Head coaches, coordinators, schemes, they make the offense go. It doesn't matter. You can have a whole bunch of bums. As long as your coordinator's good, you'll be fucking running. You can have a whole bunch of stars. If your coordinator's shit, you're not going anywhere. Fucking uh, Freddie Kitchens a, a few years ago. And up with the Browns. Offense was loaded. But they were just, you know, a shit show. Fucking uh, the Giants a few years ago, I think in 2017-ish. And then like Saquon and uh, Odell and all that shit. I think it was uh, Shermer. It was Shermer or McAdoo. I don't know who the fuck was coaching or, or running the offense. But like I was saying, you know, offenses make that, uh, or, or coordinators, sorry, coordinators make that offense go. So losing Smith is huge. Losing Johnny and Corey Davis was huge. I mean, yeah, you, you get the Julio's replacement. It's a very good replacement. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, this is my unbiased Colts take. So you know, take a, take whatever you know you want to you want to take it for. Take it or fucking leave it. I don't you know. I don't really care. But I mean, I'm not really like uh, scared. Or I mean, yeah, I got to guard Julio and fucking we got to guard Julio and and AJ Brown and Derrick Henry. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking hell to scheme and and match up for. But uh, schemes make offenses go, man. Players don't make offenses go. Schemes do. Schemes do. Schemes do. Now, sometimes talent can overtake that and just be so good like Julio, you know, something like that. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the Colts time, baby. Let's not talk about the fucking Colts. Julio Jones gets traded to the Titans. I guess I'm happy for him, man. He won it it out. He got out. You know, he got to a respectable franchise, a respectable quarterback. I love the move, man. I like Julio. I like Julio. So not a bad move. Not a bad move. Not a bad move. So, yeah. Well, those are my thoughts about the you know Julio Jones trade. It's the biggest update we pretty much have for the NFL. And let's transition over into the NBA playoffs. Oh me, oh my! It was a fucking good one, man. It's been fucking good. It's been really fucking good, man. Uh, Suns, man. Suns advance. They beat the Lakers in what was it six games? LeBron, everybody, you know, wanted LeBron. They wanted him to step up. He uh, unfortunately couldn't get the job done without Anthony Davis and his uh, his groin injury, you know. Uh, I mean, you could definitely see the age on LeBron, you know. You could definitely see the high ankle sprain maybe taking a toll. Uh, It's just, you know, it's tough because, you know, all the LeBron haters are coming out the fucking woodworks. See, see, this isn't the real ring. See, see, he can't win, he can't win, he can't fucking win. Jesus fucking Christ, you know. This is the first time LeBron's ever gone in the first round. That's pretty, that's pretty fucking sick for 14. I think it was 14 and 0 before that, for losing to the Suns. Suns are a good team, too, you know. So, it's, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a respectable loss. But, I mean, he's just like, Jesus, well, get the guy a fucking break. You know, he's been, he's been, he's been in this goddamn position for, what, how, his whole damn career he's been getting out of the first round. He's been making the finals and shit. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it was... I, I didn't wasn't surprised that the Suns beat him. The Suns are a good team. They're no slouch. I mean, I mean the Lakers are probably the more favored ones to win, but the Suns are no slouch, man. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Jay Crowder, Mikel Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, they're no fucking slouches, man. Cameron Payne coming alive, so not surprised. Sorry, LeBron. New blood is in. Have a seat. Have a seat, man. Go work on Space Jam Two. <laughs> go work on it. Uh, go go uh go practice some lines. Or, I mean, I guess the movie's already fucking done. Go go reread the lines since you got, you know, nothing better to do. Take me on a trip to Cabo, man. You know, I know y'all, I know y'all going to Cabo. Let me go on that plane, man. I need a vacation. Fuck. 
a vacation, you know? Let me get to Cabo. Practice my Espanol to the señoritas and the mamacitas. You know what I'm fucking saying? You know what I'm fucking saying? I need to practice my fucking Spanish. Anyways, Suns advance. They beat the Lakers. 113-100 to in Game 6. Congratulations to Devin Booker, man. Hope you hope you make a run. Let me go far. And then the Nuggets advance as well. They beat the Trailblazers, I believe it was in six games. 126 to 115. Dame time, unfortunately, could not carry them over the hump. And he's like, I've seen those cryptic fucking messages on Instagram and shit. He's fucking saying, oh, how much longer do I have? Uh, you know, all that fucking shit. That fucking same shit that athletes always pull when they want to fucking leave. I mean, the writing's on the wall. I mean, this guy looks like he's gone. He's gone. I mean, he's like, this, this dog shit franchise, this dog shit team. I've given every fucking thing and they gave me fucking nothing to work with. I'm fucking done. I, it reminds me of Kevin Garnett, kind of his whole career before he left Minnesota. It's like, I'm, fuck, I'm fucking done. I'm done. This team shit. I'm fucking too good. I'm wasting my fucking prime years. I'm done. Get me the fuck out of here. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, man. So, the uh, yeah, Nuggets advance without Jamal Murray. You know, even though it's the Trailblazers, they still Trailblazers still no, you know, still a decent team or whatever. So Nuggets advance. They will play the no. They play the fucking Suns. They play the Suns. All right, yeah. They play the Suns. They play the Suns in round two. So that'd be interesting. But the game I really want to talk about, the fucking comeback I really want to talk about, was the Clippers winning Game 7 against the Mavericks, beating 126-111. to <sighs> It just seems like, you know, the circle of life, you pick them to win the fucking championship the year before and they shit on you, they blow a 3-1 lead, you know... Uh, fucking pandemic peas is, is spamming up in, in Twitter. Kawhi is not top 10. You see all this fucking bullshit. It's the circle of life, man. All these Lakers fans giving me shit. All these fucking NBA fans giving me shit because I trusted them. And now look at this. Now look at this. Year after year after, the clips go down 0-2. Ah, they fucking sink. Ah, they fucking suck. Roll over and die, you motherfucking Clippers. Just die. All that shit, right? All that shit. But they came back. They tied it up 2-2. And they even went down 3-2 in the series against the Mavericks. And Luka's over there laughing. Luka over there put up 40 bombs and 40 bombs in the Clippers' hometown. He put up another 40 bomb in Game 7 in the Clippers' 46, I think he dropped. Just fucking toying with them. Laughing. Luka laugh. You know? All that shit. But the fucking Clippers pulled through. They fucking pulled through. Kawhi Leonard pulled through. I'm not going to lie. Unbiased take here. I fucking love the Clippers, man. I fucking love them. I fucking love the Clippers. Because they just they just gotten so much shit. I like them, you know, even when the trade happened. When the Kawhi and Paul George trade happened. I like them. I just respect you know, I like Kawhi. I like PG. You know, I, I want to see this thing through. And, uh, looking, uh, you know, they disappointed last year. They get the Battle of L.A. that everybody wanted. And um, you know, everybody's just saying they're soft and they're weak-minded. And, oh, fucking, they suck. They suck dick. They, I mean, you know, it was true. They, the flag they got was very true. But now, oh, now it's different. I love Luka, too. I love Luka as a player. I love the Dallas team. I just wanted the Clippers to win, personally. I just, I just wanted them to win. I just, 
tired of all the shit they got, you know, and, and just losing the first round of the Mavs, which has been more shit, more fuel to the fire. The basketball gods did not have that in the cards, man. They had a comeback from down 2-0 and from down 3-2. That was what the basketball gods had in favor, man. Kawhi looked like prime fucking Kawhi. He looked like he was fucking balling, you know. I got to give it to the Clippers, man. I got to give it to them. And Luka, I mean, dude, you're going to be all time. I mean, you're, you're going for, you're going for like fucking the GOAT right now. You know, to be honest, you're, you're gunning for that shit. I mean, the trajectory you have right now, even though you had a couple first round outs, I mean, the numbers you put up have been absolutely fucking stunning. Uh, it's clear that, you know, it seems like you're just be one of the best ever to it. Luka legend, man. Luka, Luka Doncic. Luka legend, man. But the fucking clips pulled through. Pandemic P. You know, the joke doesn't hold too much weight anymore. You know, fucking Kawhi, whatever joke she had for him, doesn't hold too much weight anymore. So move on. Stop shitting on me. I'm just kidding. You can shit on me. But not anymore. Not this year. Clips, baby. Roll. Roll clips. And then we go over to the, you know, we go over to the Hawks. We got some game ones in round two. We got the Hawks being the 76ers. 128 to 124. Hawks were manhandling for the pretty much the whole entire game. I mean, I, I guess I can talk a little bit about the, the uh, botch lead or whatever. They didn't really lose it. They just, the lead got cut down to like fucking, what was like two or three with a few seconds left or some some crazy shit. But Trey Young manhandled them. Even with Joel dropping 39 or whatever he dropped. Trey manhandled them. Fucking ice trade gang. Mayor of New York. Soon to become the mayor of Philly. Hawks are, Hawks are for Roman. Trey Young's legit. Trey Young's legit. I think we I think we've seen that in the Knicks series. He's legit. And he's gonna continue to show he's legit. And I would not be surprised if the Hawks win this in six. Even with Joel on the floor. Uh that's how much I believe in Trey. He's the beast. He is a beast. He is a beast. So they beat them in game one. And uh the Nets beat the Bucks in game one. 115 to 107. Beat them as well. Harden did get hurt in that game, though. Harden did get hurt. But uh, Katie and Kyrie, you know, carried a love, got it done. Fortunately, James Harden did get a hamstring injury, re-aggravated it. So we'll see when he comes back or if he does come back. Hamstrings are tough to deal with. They linger on. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with, uh, with James Harden. We'll see what happens. But the Nets, man, they look they look pretty comfortable. They look like they're not scared. But I think the I hope the Bucks get a, a few games off of them. I hope the Bucks get a few games. You know, Giannis, you know, a couple early playoff exits in his career. I hope he gets it back. I hope he gets it back. I hope he gets it back. So yeah, those were my thoughts about the NBA playoffs. You know, it's been it's been getting fucking really good. It's getting getting really good. But now let's transition over. Into some boxing. Because I saw the fucking uh, Mayweather-Paul card uh, last night. Yeah, last night. Pretty fucking interesting, man. Pretty interesting. I was, sli- I was half asleep anyways. I mean, it was it was kind of boring, but it was kind of interesting. It was just, it was weird, you know. Like, I, I like seeing Floyd fight. I'm just a fan of watching Floyd box. But it was just, it was just weird, man. It was, just, it was just weird watching him fight, you know, Logan Paul. Uh... But let's talk about the Ocho Cinco first. Chad Johnson fight, whatever the fuck his name is. Chad, whatever. Talk about the Chad Johnson fight. 
versus uh, some dude. Some dude I had to look up. He even said his name after he after he fought him. He was like, "If y'all go remember my name, y'all gonna put some respect on my name." Where the fuck he said after the fight? Uh, Brian Maxwell. I had to look him up. Brian Maxwell uh, knocked down Cho- Ocho Cinco or knocked him knocked down Chad Johnson, and uh, yeah, he knocked him down. Uh, knocked him down clean, I guess. Um, it was just an exhibition. I don't think there was any winner or loser or whatever, but uh, yeah. Uh, Ocho Cinco was really glad, you know, he got in the ring and stepped it up. And kudos to him for fucking having the balls to, you know, just, just box, you know. Football, former football player, former wide receiver, boxing, you know. Respect to him for, for at least trying. Respect for him at least trying. And uh, the Mayweather-Paul fight, I mean, it was, it, was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy, you know. I mean, I know they were looking for good knockdowns, looking for KOs or whatever. But I, was just, I just wanted to see some, you know, boxing, you know, that's really it. It was, it was decent, you know. Logan Paul, I mean, he's not, I mean, whatever, like, he's not a boxer, but, you know, it's just, I guess it's interesting, I mean, I guess you can classify it as, like, a freak show fight or whatever, but, I, I mean, I don't know, I, I thought it was decent, I really liked the moment where, at the end, Logan Paul kind of, you can kind of see the genuine Logan Paul, it seemed like, where he was just like, dude, I'm just glad, happy to fucking be here, I don't ever fucking say you can't ever step in the ring, so I'm sure if you told him five years ago that he'd be fighting Floyd Mayweather in the ring, you'd be like, you're fucking nuts, you'd be like, you're nuts, but he did, it's like, you know, you, you like to see that shit. Just stupid, random shit like that. I, I just like to see, you know. And he, it seemed very genuine at the end. Where he was just like, I'm, I, you know, I'm very glad to share the ring. You know, very glad to be in here. This presence, you Floyd's a fucking goat. Like, I, I was respectful boxing with him. And it's just crazy that I'm here. I'm so happy. You know, it, it just it seemed a little genuine. Maybe it was bullshit. Maybe it wasn't. But it just, it just seemed genuine. And I, I respected it. You know, it was nice to see. As far as the, the fight itself goes, I mean, you know, Floyd's pretty old. Uh, was he doing his best boxing? Uh, uh, probably not, but you know, it doesn't really doesn't really matter, I guess. It, it just I'm glad it seemed you know at least somewhat real. At least the you know some of these past little freak show fights like the Jake Paul shit just kind of seemed like you know like a production more than anything. Maybe this is maybe this is a production too. Maybe they had some side deal. I don't fucking know. It was an interesting fucking Sunday night. That's all I gotta say, man. It was interesting seeing the fight. That's all. That's all. So yeah. Those are my thoughts about the boxing, you know, boxing matches that I saw. My thoughts about the you know NFL updates and my thoughts about the NBA playoffs. So yeah, that's all I got for today. This has been the unbiased sports fan, and I'm signing out.